Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hey, thanks a lot for stopping by. I appreciate you taking the time. Lots going on, lots to get to. It will be Adam Carolla, bottom of this hour. Adam Carolla, yeah, the comedian, the TV show host, the podcast host. He's got a brand new book out. We're going to talk about current events, especially in California, which is where he's based, where they're going to go back to the mask mandate indoors, and suddenly the science changed, and they're not going to go back to the mask mandate indoors. We're going to talk about that. We'll talk about the changing definition of words and an awful lot more. It's going to be another big hour for you. Really appreciate you stopping by and taking the time on your Friday. Come on, strings. Horns. Protein bar on the break. Protein bar. Carrie, what'd you have for lunch? Wow. I had Whoa. a salad and that was not me. Gassy salad. That is the chocolate boys. Let's go. Friday. Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God it is Friday. Let's go. Friday. Thank God it's Thank God it is Friday. I say we free speech it on a Friday. Let's go. Uh, freedom. That is Carrie Lockie. How you doing? Polo making it happen, as usual. CJ, Sam's big sister, in for Sam today. Good to see you, my beautiful daughter. Taking the calls, getting it done. Free Speech Friday, whatever's on your mind is going to be fair game. Whatever's on your mind going to be okay. We can go there. If I know something about it, if I don't, we'll move on. Kara, I have been informed by my wife that we bought five lottery tickets for tonight. Now, did you get some for tonight? Oh. Did you ever buy? I never asked you this. Did you get some the other day on the way home <laughs> no, or not? No, I forgot. No. Did you go to the store? I did. Yes, I what did. What the heck? We had a whole thing about I it on the I know air. it, and I completely forgot. But tonight, I'm going to give me a ticket. Because it's, uh, if it's, it's a billion, you'll go for it. billion dollars, <laughs> yeah. What is that? Can you imagine if one person wins that? Isn't that crazy? I mean, like the cash value on this one is going to be like $630 million. I mean, wow. That's, I'm watching a Fortnite wow. streamer last night. And for those who don't know, Fortnite is a video game. I, it's the only video game I play. I like it. My daughter Gabby got me into it. CJ plays. I mean, we have some fun with Fortnite. Um but I'm watching a streamer last night because like when I try to relax and I don't want to play the game and get killed by eight-year-old kids, mm-hmm. um, I'll watch somebody streaming it. It's an adult who's streaming it. It's not some kid. And, and she says, uh, if I won the lottery tomorrow night for a billion dollars, I would still stream. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. You're making $40 a night. You would not stream well, maybe uh, for the fun, video game. But that's what I said. I would probably, I would still do the show. I mean, after a long vacation. Uh, but you got to have something to do. You have well, to you know have me. I would, I would do. absolutely still work. Oh my Without goodness. a doubt, I would still do the would. show. Yes, but yes. but I but I'd have I'd have a thousand radio stations. I'd be calling the radio station. You sure you don't want it, the guy who won a billion dollars in here? Really? <laughs> the I think you, I think you probably want me. Right, here. Yep. right, exactly. Now, Paul, you said you will not work. You're done. No, I, I I'd be out. Would we ever hear from you again? Uh, maybe, maybe I'd buy a whole bunch of radio stations and and have you off. So. Oh. <laughs> if they said that, he would buy the radio stations just to be my boss. So you would take me off the station? Is that what you're saying? Maybe. Or just to have you say, like, hey, come on, put me back on. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so Paul's hoping to win just to have that power over me. I no, guess. Okay. I mean, I, I mean that, that would be funny. But no, I mean, I I just, I, I don't, I wouldn't be here. That's for sure. Would you well, still you don't DJ? Do, listen. Uh, maybe, mm. but I, I, there, 
I'd be very, very Picky. selective. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and maybe I'd be willing to, to travel further because for one, I'd have the money and it would give me an opportunity to go to a specific place and, and be there for a little while. And then, you know, yeah. then do the yeah. gig or whatever. But, um, yeah, I mean, well, well, you 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 like the business. I mean, you don't like that I put you on camera and I make you talk all the time. I know that's not your favorite part of it. I know, right, right. but I mean, technically speaking, you like the business. Would you literally think about buying some radio stations? Uh, I don't, I, I don't know, maybe. Uh, but it would be probably because I'd want to play like music or something, you know, stuff that that um, that I enjoy, you know. So yeah, I mean, but it's like really and truly. I mean, you could do that at your house, so. You know, That's true, and the way and the That's way true. technology is now. I mean, if I wanted to do something like that, I could start like a little mini streaming service or you know whatever, and then and do that. So, I mean, who knows? That's listen. Those are all good ideas. I kind of hope that you win. If I don't, that'd be kind of cool. Now, would I get any money though from you? Do you think? Uh, maybe. Because people say, "Why would you give that guy money? He's a right wing conservative, no good sob." But you wouldn't care at that point. You got a billion dollars. What do you care what they say? Yeah, I mean, it's my money, so shut up. What about the rest exactly of this, right. Polo? Oh, no, 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 I just asked about me. I know, well, I'm asking about <laughs> me, too. Wow, Carrie, wow. Polo, I'm sorry she Polo? did that. Maybe I would I would get you, like, uh, buds, your, your own personal, like, wine cellar. Oh, uh, oh, <laughs> I love that. That Perfect. would be, what a wonderful gift. Thank you, Polo. With, like, a, like awesome. a, hope you win tonight. <laughs> like a, like a, like a, like a, a chiller, I guess, is that what you would call it? So oh, it would be, like, yeah. chilled for you, like, all the time. Oh, my God. I want everybody in the audience How to realize that Carrie's that? not arguing about this, so she's admitting the wine <laughs> obsession. She's, a, she's not admitting an obsession. It. it is not an obsession. It's an appreciation. That'd be a lovely gift, though. Yeah. Thank you. Polo. She, has, she has an appreciation. Have you for bought wine. some tickets? Uh, I, I did on Wednesday, but okay. Are you going to buy some tonight? Uh, I think so. I think you need. Is one point two billion enough? You think uh, to buy a ticket or two? I'm hoping. I mean, because you know, there's things I want to do. So, all right, CJ, let's go. How much does that get? <laughs> Why are you la- Why are you laughing? I erased you. I nothing. paid for everything. Come on. I haven't really thought about that. Oh, really? You haven't given so. so but if Dad wins, guess who's going to come knocking? <laughs> all right. It's all oh, fun wow. and games. Dad wins. So, 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 you can't give me a number. Five million for Dad. Nothing. I don't know if I would give you five million. Six hundred thirty million cash prize. You wouldn't give me five. I. I I would have to think about how to split it up because we have wow. a family. I'm going to keep know. that in mind. I'm going to keep that in mind. After I win tonight, I will keep that in mind, honey. So you give me something, though, right? Something, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, I mean, in, in fairness, Joe, in fairness yes. to CJ, you do have a big family. So, I mean, she's right. She does have to think about it and figure out how to, you know. How did the family get so big? Because mom and dad put it together. So mom and dad should, should reap the benefits yeah, of it. Yeah, but you know? that's not her fault. So she she has to figure out, you know. Are you really supporting my daughter not giving me any money if she wins? I'm not saying she's not going to not give you anything, but she's just saying. I didn't say no money. Yeah. I just have to think about it. Don't be giving me like $1,000 or something going, here, here, happy. Go go enjoy the <laughs> casino for the night. I don't want to, you know. Okay. All right. All right no, I'm not going to make you lock into any amount. I'm just here to say that if I, if I win a billion tonight, I'll give you guys, you know, like a, I, I, I was thinking about getting gift cards for like a steakhouse or something for you, you know, something like that. What? Why are you making a face like that's not good enough? Wow. You turn it down? Wow. What? Not, I, nothing. 
Oh, are you who are you talking to, CJ? Are All of you people. Oh, oh so, no! By the way, oh. when you were talking about this the other day, you 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 were saying something about wanting to do the monthly payments, or whatever. Yeah. Now the way but not I, monthly, it's yearly, yearly, whatever it is. The way yeah. I understood it, and I I could be mistaken, but someone had told me that if you die, your family won't get the money. Oh, so why? That's I, not I, fair. Really? I wouldn't. I wouldn't think that. No, I think that you'd be able to leave that in your will. How, how dare they? I, that would be weird. That would yeah. be weird. And, and by the way, I do believe that it would be $630 million, uh up front, but you have to pay taxes on that, so it would be considerably less than that, probably about $400 million, but still, but which I mean, would still on. be okay. <laughs> but $1.2 billion over 20 years, you're talking about a lot of money. It's a lot of damn money. Still take the cash value. I know. All right, so I'm not taking calls on this, CJ. We're not going to take any calls on what people are going to do with it. Just go and get a ticket. Gary Brugman tells me it's two dollars a ticket. I didn't buy the tickets; my wife did. So whatever it was, go. You got two bucks. Rub those uh, dollars together and go down to the to the local store and get yourself a ticket. It'll be. What if nobody wins tonight? What's it going to be? Eight billion dollars? What the hell's going to happen? I don't know, but if, somebody's got to win, right? Uh, I would think, but this is like only the second highest. There has been a Mega Millions jackpot that was even higher than this at one point a couple of years ago, I believe. That's crazy. <clears throat> I'm By the way. You. The lottery knows if every possible combination has been chosen. So they will know, even before the drawing tonight, if somebody definitely won, even if they don't know what the winning combination is yet. Mm-hmm. They, there's, a, there's a finite number of combinations you can do. Would you say it's 300 million to one, something like that? 300 or 4 million to one? Yeah, yeah. Something like that? Million, so if, I think, if, yeah. if, if all 300 whatever million um, combinations are selected, they will know there will be a winner. So that'd be so, very interesting. We're gonna keep gonna keep an eye on it. Okay. So you're saying it, by somebody choosing the numbers, or even when it, the computer just automatically generates the numbers, the computer knows every single combination possible of the numbers that are available for the Mega Millions. So it will know going into the drawing tonight if every possible combination has been selected. Whether you actually write write down the numbers or if a computer generated the numbers, it doesn't matter. The system will know if every possible combination has been chosen. And if somebody's bought a ticket, that, that, that those combinations are on. So they'll know going in if there's a winner. They won't know if there, there are multiple winners because they don't know what the final answer is yet. But once the drawing happens, they'll know. Um, actually, even before the drawing happens, they'll know if every combination has been selected. Does that make sense? Everybody following me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now that makes sense. I'm going to go get a ticket yeah. tonight. I will not forget. Now, now, what do you prefer, to have the numbers generated or to pick your own numbers? I think that when we almost won, I think that we had it. I think it was just the computer selected them. I'm pretty sure that I didn't sit down and say this person's birthday. I might have done that once or twice when lotteries and lotteries and Mega Millions and all those fantasy fives in Florida, when all this stuff started, I think I probably was like, let's put a birthday. Let's put this number. Let's put a favorite number. But after that, I was like, yeah, let's just let the, the thing, because I was going to write 28 different tickets and write you know specific numbers for every ticket. I just let the computer generate it. And we almost won. Right. For a I, second, we thought we did. I just wonder, because I know there's some people, at least in, in movies that I've seen, where they like play the same set of numbers every time, you know, because those are like their numbers that they pick. They they have some type of connection to them, you know, and, and they just play and they those over the, and over. And they have the same exact chances of winning as the computer generating numbers would have. Yeah. It's, a, it's just one ticket, one combination out of 300 whatever million. So uh, pretty interesting. We're going to watch this closely tonight. But uh, again, going into the actual drawing, they'll know if there's going to be a winner tonight. Uh, very interesting. All right, l- let's let's go to l- make a shift here and go to Uvalde because um, uh, I thought a couple of things were were absolutely set in stone. The police chief has to go, and the principal of the school has to go. 
Maybe even the superintendent of the schools has to go. Um, but at least the police chief and the principal have to go because we know that the, the safety standards were not held up on high at Robb Elementary. And we know that that police chief should have ordered them to go in and take out the active shooter instead of waiting all this time. Uh, and it turns out, I mean, I, I, Carrie, I was convinced that those two people would be gone. Mm-hmm. Turns out not um, so much. What do you that have? That is right. From the blaze, Rob Elementary School Principal Mandy Gutierrez has been fully reinstated. After a three-day suspension, her attorney said Thursday, Gutierrez was suspended without pay on Monday after a Texas House investigation into the May 24th massacre of 19 students and two teachers in Uvalde, Texas, found she was aware of security problems at the school prior to the shooting but had failed to address them. But the suspension was lifted and Gutierrez permitted to return to work after a review. Her attorney, Ricardo Cedillo, said, according to the Texas Tribune, Cedillo released a letter from Uvalde Consolidated Independent School District Superintendent Hal Harrell informing Gutierrez she would be allowed to return to work on July 28th. Thank you for responding to our request for information by submitting your response to the House investigative report. The letter states... As we discussed today with mutual agreement, you will continue to serve the district in an administrative capacity, Harold wrote. Thank you for helping us as we work through the transition. We look forward to a successful 2022-2023. A special legislative report found that among numerous systemic failures in the police response to the deadly shooting, Robb Elementary School had a recurring problem with maintaining locks and doors. The report identified a culture of noncompliance for locked doors, which turned out to be fatal after the gunman entered the building through an improperly locked door, then entered a classroom where he slaughtered his victims. Gutierrez and at least two other school employees had known the lock was not working properly, but no work order was ever placed to fix it, according to State House investigators. However, Gutierrez rebuffed the findings of the report in a letter to the House committee investigating the shooting. She provided evidence the classroom door locks properly and said she was trained not to use the school's public address system during an active shooting situation. It is unfair and inaccurate to conclude that I ever became complacent on any security issue of Rob Elementary, Gutierrez said. It makes no sense that she's going to go back to work. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, again, these reports say clearly she knew about the problem with the, the lock, didn't do anything about it, didn't put in a work order. That mistake is not acceptable. Can't work in, in the, at the district anymore. Can't work in that school anymore. Can't be an administrator of any school. Am I saying she should go to jail? No. Am I saying she should be persecuted? No. I'm saying she failed her duties as the principal to keep those kids safe and those teachers safe by not putting a barrier in in front of some guy who decided to walk in with a gun. And, And I don't know why the classroom door wasn't locked, unless that's the door they're talking about. We know that the faculty door either was propped open or the lock didn't latch. We also know that the, at the, that the classroom was unlocked. And the bad guy didn't lock it behind him. It was unlocked the entire time, and they never went in. Why isn't it okay to say, you're out of a job? You failed. You screwed up. You suck. You got to go. There's nothing wrong with that. Why reward her with her pay as she was on administrative leave and then allow her back to be an administrator? I'm confused by it. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Do you think... That the police chief, the superintendent, or the principal should still have jobs in in Uvalde? Keep it here. Coming back. This is the Joe Pag Show.
I'm glad to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. There's a lot going on. There's a lot to talk about. Adam Carolla at the bottom of the hour. So about seven or eight minutes from now, you'll have Adam Carolla, his own self. If you want to watch the interview, make sure you stop by JoePags.com and click on Watch Now. J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. Click on Watch Now. You'll see Adam and I do the interview. Uh, but listening on the radio station is awesome as well. Make sure that you stop by the website. If, if you're in the car, you're about to get out of the car, you'd rather hear it in audio, there's also a link to Listen Live. So you can always do all that right there at JoePags.com. Uh, we just got this email from Mike, which makes a lot of sense. If the tragedy that took place at the school in Uvalde isn't enough to get the principal or administrator fired, what will it take to get her fired? I mean, I don't know what worse could have happened. I don't know what her dropping the ball and not fixing the door um, could have led to that would be worse than this. I really don't. Um, this is a career decision. I remember when I was a manager at Domino's Pizza, and, and the and this is a late 80s, um, the supervisor came around and said, if you do this, it's a career decision. If you steal money, it's a career decision. If you steal food, it's a career decision. If you, if you uh, sexually harass somebody, it's a career decision. Sometimes you make a career decision, you don't come back from it. And it's okay, you go find another career. But clearly, you should not be somebody who's in charge of the safety of kids if you couldn't do something as simple as make a work order to get a door lock fixed. That doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't. Uh, let me go to the phone line. We'll go to the phone lines in a second. It's 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com, if you'd like to opine on this. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know what else this... I mean, why do the report? Why do the report? Why name... The, the principal as the person in charge of getting this done and then do absolutely nothing about it. And and why is it that, you know, the announcement of her going back to work on the 28th, which was yesterday, um, why did that come so quietly? And, I mean, do the people in Uvalde really have her back? Do they do they want this person to be the administrator of a school? I don't know the Rob Elementary. Carrie, have you heard anything else about whether Rob Elementary is, in fact, going to be reopened? I no, thought, thought no, they were no, talking no. about leveling it, right? Yes, exactly. That Those kids will not go to school there anymore. So are they building another one now? They're going to go somewhere, um, just, well, just bust somewhere else in, in the meantime? Well, I in the future, they probably will build another one. But for now, uh, when the school uh, starts, it'll be, they'll be busing kids to different campuses already there. So, I mean, what is she going to be the administrator of? You can't kick somebody else and make her the principal of some other school. She's the principal of that school. Do we know? Yeah, I, d- I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work. They just said she's going to have an administrative position. I don't get why she deserves that. I'd, I'd be perfectly honest. I don't know her. Might be the nicest person on the planet. And I'm sure she does not feel happy that she didn't fix the lock. But that's a career decision. And, and I think that we're so lax on getting rid of people who don't do the job that you need them to do that people are afraid to be sued. They're afraid to be discriminatory, afraid to fill in the blank, whatever. That doesn't make sense to me. I don't know what you could have done worse than what went down at Rob Elementary in Uvalde, Texas. I I don't know. By the way, um, and I saw this before the show started, the House voted on an assault weapons ban today. I guess it goes to the Senate now. I don't know what an assault weapon is. I certainly don't have one. I've got an AR-15. It's not an assault weapon. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Adam Carolla when we come back. Stay right here. Joe Pags.
Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really appreciate you taking the time. Love having this guy back. He, of course, is a host. He's a comedian. He is a uh, a wit like we haven't seen before. It's the great Adam Carolla. Adam, good to see you back. How are you? Good, Joe. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate having you back. I stopped by your Twitter account just to see what you were pontificating about lately. And I noticed something on your Twitter page that that perhaps I haven't seen anywhere else, even outside of the political fray. It appears as though the people that you respond to delete their tweets more often than anybody else I've ever seen. I mean, it's just, is it your quick wit? Is it they're afraid of Adam Carolla? I don't know if you've noticed that, but they, they tend to delete the original tweet because you show them how stupid it was. Well, you know what? I'm glad you found that out because I've never <laughs> looked into it. I don't know how to delete a tweet. I've never deleted a tweet. I've been asked to delete a tweet in the past uh, regarding COVID. I never deleted it. Uh, but yeah, people do tweet me sort of insane things. And then I just reply to them and try to make them look foolish. And then, um, I guess they delete it after that. I think the default, um, action by them is I better delete this cause he just made me look like a fool. Go to adamcarolla.com. His brand new book is called everything reminds me of something. And it's got just great, uh, um, answers to questions you were like asked by audience members and, and your, your answers are just direct. They're funny. They make you think. I wanted to go here, though, because we're in a, in a situation in this day and age where everybody that we used to look to for answers is lying to us. And here's what I mean. We're not in a recession, Adam. It's a transition, it turns out. Even though the definition of recession has always been the same for a half a century, suddenly it's not a recession to the point that Wikipedia changed the definition of recession. Any, any thoughts on the, the changing language, depending on what political side you're on? Yeah, something I noticed a long time ago, uh, more than 20 years ago when I was doing Loveline, my syndicated radio show, and I remember somebody called in and said uh, they they didn't have their eyesight. And I said, oh, so you're blind? And they said, no, no, seeing impaired. <laughs> and I said, oh, well, that's different because there's a version of seeing impaired where you're not blind. Like, yes. There's a version of seeing impaired where you can drive, you can drive a car, just not at night or some version of that. And so there was like that. And then later on, I started hearing like, you'd say, someone say I was raped and say, okay, so you're a rape victim. They say, no, not a victim, a rape survivor. Right. And I thought, okay, I, I don't know what the difference is. I don't know why one is better than the other, but either way, there's some subtle shifting of the language. Yeah, that was 25 years ago. Now it's it's full bore forward. And if you think about this whole you cannot define a woman or how would you define a woman or there is no definition of man and no different definition of woman. Um, it's weird. We don't have a definition of woman, but we still seem to have a definition of man. I the point <laughs> is, is if you can redefine somebody's sex if if you can't if that is on the table and open to negotiation then what is off the table that's a great question if if you can if you can call a woman a man and a man a woman then what's a recession that's nothing that's that's a layup for the people who want to redefine everything 
And by the way, Adam, who the hell cares about a recession? You know, it didn't make the price of gas go up and down because the word recession is used or because of two, two quarters of negative GDP growth. Nobody gives a crap about that. What they care about is beef is now like $7 a, a pound and a two by four costs thirteen fifty at Lowe's. I mean, that's really what we're dealing with. But these pinheads in their ivory towers think that we care about the def- definition of a word to the point that there were 70 um, um, edits of the Wikipedia page for, Wik- for a recession in the past 24 hours. That's nuts, isn't it? They're, how disconnected are they? Well, the nuts part is not the Biden administration because they're just fighting for their lives or doing what they what they would do. Right. The nutty part is the Wikipedia and CNN and all the other entities that have been corrupted by that party, which is Joe Biden is going to see things through the lens he sees things through. And look, you know, people, they they get on his press secretary and that kind of stuff. But look, she's paid to lie. She's doing her job. This is how it works. Other administrations do it as well. That's fine. What's CNN doing? Right. What's Wikipedia doing? What What's the Los Angeles Times doing? What What are they doing? They're They're news. They're just sharing information. Why are they corrupted? It's a great question. Why is the I'm... FBI? Why is the FBI getting in on these things? You know, what I mean, like the bigger question is not what Biden's doing or what Trump's doing. It's what's the New York Times, CNN, and the FBI doing? That's the question we need to ask ourselves. Or the CDC or Twitter. Or the or NIH or Fauci. Right, no, exactly. That's the, yeah, right, I, that, these are the questions America needs to answer. Yeah. No, I couldn't agree more. AdamCarolla.com. Go to his website. Check out his podcast. It's amazing. Get this new book. Everything reminds me of something. Um, it, you reminded me as you were saying that, and I apologize for interrupting, but just 35 years ago, when Joe Biden was running for president the first time, the media, ABC, CBS, NBC, whoever was available, outed this guy as the liar that he was about his law school, about where, what placement he had, about how many degrees he had. They had no problem calling out left or right because the media's job and the reason why it's codified in the First Amendment, the freedom of the press, is to call out government officials, is to call out governments who want to become tyrannical and they stop them by giving us information. Adam, that's gone away. It certainly has. I mean, there's no other way to explain just simply the case of the Hunter Biden laptop. Yes. It exists. It's real. It's verified. They have it in their possession, whether it's the FBI or CNN or L.A. Times or the 51 security experts who de- deemed it as having all the earmarks of Russian disinformation or Twitter or YouTube. That Those are the people that have decided to stop calling balls and strikes and rooting for one of the teams that's on that diamond. And I don't know how you keep your status. You keep calling yourself an umpire, but you only call strikes for one side and balls for the other. Exactly right. It's AdamCarolla.com. Go there. He's an incredible host, author, comedian. Uh, go go and find out where he's going to be on stage and go check out a show as well. Get this new book called Everything Reminds Me of Something. You know, when we talk about the redefining of words, we're also talking about the, the offense taken um, on things that aren't offensive. Adam, what's offensive about monkeypox? I can't figure it out. Can you? Just saying the word is somehow no, we racist. Do, we do this. Uh, that's insane. Yeah, I heard, I heard that article. Also, there are certain things that affect certain groups. Yes. And in this particular case, it's the gay community. You're not doing that group a service by pretending it affects everyone equally. 
And when Gavin Newsom was in my studio several years ago, he was talking about predatory check cashing places affecting black and brown people. And I said, why them? What's going on with them? And then he said, no, it affects everyone. And I said, why did you pick just those two groups? And he said, because it affects them disproportionately. And I said, why? And he said, no reason why. And I said, if I go to the check cashing place, will I find Japanese Americans and and will I find Jews and will I find uh, folks from Nigeria? And he's like, yeah, you'll find everyone. And so there's this weird thing to try to include everyone into everything. Right which does not solve problems. If, if the lion's share of the homicides are being committed by one sex in one group and one race and one age group, then we must focus on that because it's a problem to pretend it's committed by every group all the time. And equally, obviously you couldn't run a business that way. You know, if, if you said I got a factory and shipping's good and receiving's good, but the conveyor belt for the tortilla chips on one side of the factory is not good, but the guacamole's fine. You couldn't announce we're going to look into everything equally and spend the exact same amount of energy on everything equally in this factory. You're bus- you'd be out of business in 10 minutes. Exactly. But, but here's, here's the rub. When he was in your studio, he told the truth at first. Then he caught himself. Oh, damn. I told the truth. And this section of my population will now call me out for it instead of just sticking to his guns. And I'll give you an example of Fauci in the early 80s. Fauci lied about AIDS. He got AIDS wrong. And because he got AIDS wrong, I call him the father of homophobia. It scared everybody from being anywhere near a gay person when he could have just said, here's how it's transmitted, here's who's affected. This idiot actually said, if you live in the same place as somebody who's infected, you could get it through casual contact, which was untrue. So Magic Johnson quits the Lakers because of it. Everybody's afraid to go anywhere near anybody who's HIV positive. And these are people we're looking at as the authority. That's the problem. I mean, to me, you're an authority, Adam, and I love your take on things. But people turn to the government. He's the, he's the chief epidemiologist. He's got to be telling the truth, doesn't he? Well, this is the problem. The problem is when they start treating the citizens like kids. Yes. They did it all the way through COVID, which is they have the information. It's essentially, essentially a father saying to a son, you smoke one cigarette, it will kill you. You know, that's basically, they did it with secondhand smoke. They yes. said 53,000 Americans die every year of secondhand smoke. Now, why? Well, they wanted people not to smoke. So you could go, well, that's noble. They wanted people not to smoke. So they lied. And as it pertains to smoking, maybe if it could just stay in that realm, fine. But then it got out to COVID and they kept it going. They kept the lies going. And that ended up in a lot of schools being closed, a lot of kids undergoing a lot of anguish, mentally, suicide, drug addiction, businesses, you know, foreclosures, divorces. They're lying under the guise of it's all right. I'm a parent. You can lie to your kid and say, you know, eat your vegetables. Otherwise the boogeyman will get you. Um, you cannot do that with citizens. And that's what they did. I couldn't agree more. Adam Carolla.com is the website. Check out his podcast, check out a stage show anytime you can get this book. It's called everybody. Everything reminds me of something. Everything reminds me of something. It's available right now. Um, right there where you are in LA, they, they were going to have the indoor mask mandate again. 
And because people like you spoke out, because the citizenry spoke out, because I spoke out, not that they're listening to me, um, at the end of the day, they say, ah, we're, we're not going to do that after all. And it turns out because we squashed COVID and we solved the problem, the pandemic is gone, we did it, we solved the problem for you. But Adam, this really was the, the citizenry speaking up and saying, uh-uh, we're not doing it. I believe it was. I mean, Beverly Hills said, we're not doing this. Pasadena said we're not doing it. Parts of Orange County said we're not doing it. A lot of sort of major cities stepped up and said we're not doing this. And surprise, surprise, once we announced we're not going along with it, they sort of said, oh, well, it's not necessary anymore. It's it's interesting how they take these things that are life and death. You know, they go, this is necessary. People are dying. Hospitals run. So we're going to start the mass mandate the Friday after this Friday at 5 p.m. <laughs> Western time. It's like, oh, if the hospitals are being overrun and people are dying, why not just start now? That's the <laughs> other math they don't do. Look, we could have done it when they closed the beaches. We all should have just declared a beach day and went to the beach. We should have done this when they closed the parks. Everyone should have went to the park. This is what we should have done. It's taken two years for the citizens to sort of wake up to it. And many are still scared, but uh, and they're cowards, but I think people have woken up sufficiently where they're unable to pull this off again. I love what you said that they're, they're setting a date for when COVID's going to show back up, you know, in earnest. It's like when they said bars and restaurants can stay up until 10, but after 10 PM, that's it. Cause COVID loves the bar at 10 right. PM, I guess, you know, it, it's these stupid right. rules that they're making. Like Gavin Newsom, you can't, you can't uh, dine indoors. He did, but he left the door open. So he, he considered that outside. Um, or, or the city council member who said, we're closing this restaurant tomorrow. It's my favorite restaurant. I'm going to go tonight. I mean, the, the whole, the whole thing has been mishandled. But, but I believe it's about power and control. How far can they push us? And you're right. You show up in mass at the beach, they can't do anything. Like BLM or Antifa showing up in mass and they said, well, that's okay. That's not a COVID problem. It really is a matter of us getting a set and walking out there and challenging them, isn't it? Well, think about the great Nancy Pelosi when somebody said to her, hey, people are out there tearing down statues with ropes and skateboards and toppling them in the middle of the night. Don't you think if you're going to take a statue down, it should be voted upon and then it should be done in a safe and orderly way? And she said, people are going to do what people are going to do. Exactly. So that would be my answer to Nancy Pelosi when she wants me to put a mask on. Just saying people are going to I'm going to do what I'm going to do. If those are the rules, then why not? The beach is closed. Well, I'm going to the beach because people are going to do what people are going to do. It's Adam Carolla. Go to adamcarolla.com. Check out his podcast. Get his brand new book, Everything Reminds Me of Something. Uh, I've got to ask you one, one anecdote from the book, which also I think you and I talked about this last time, and I appreciate the time as always, Adam. If you didn't have to keep up with the news and politics for the podcast or for your work or for your comedy, would you? I think I know the answer, but would you still keep up with it? Uh, a few years ago, I would have said no. I now find it so fantastical and amusing. And when I hear Biden, you know, read stage directions off the teleprompter or uh, Kamala Harris repeat the same word 17 times in a 32 word <laughs> sentence. I'm now at the point where I'm amused. And, and we, we all should get your perspective because it's sometimes I go to bed so stressed out that I didn't find enough amusement. But then I remember that the answer from the White House and from this administration about why Kamala Harris said she's she, her, and a woman the other day was because people who were uh, partaking in the broadcast might have been blind. 
Because nobody knows that Kamala Harris is a woman or that she is a she and her unless you tell them every time. Blind people don't understand gender. I, I didn't realize that before. That is such a great perspective. I hope everybody can take that away from this. That find some humor in it. It, it really is kind of funny if you step back a bit, isn't it? it it's, it's, it's bordering on the absurd, but it is still funny. It is. It's Adam Carolla. Go to the website, adamcarolla.com. Check out his podcast. I love it. And also get this book. It's called Everything Reminds Me of Something. Adam, thanks a million for coming back. Let's do it again soon, okay? Thanks, Joe. Thank Appreciate you, brother. It. All right. We're back after this. Stay right here. Joe Pags. Great to have you. Really appreciate Adam Carolla coming back on. Make sure you get his brand new book. Check out adamcarolla.com. Go and check out his podcast, which is excellent. I love his take on stuff because when I have a conversation with Adam, it's just that. It's a conversation. He'll take in, he'll think about what you just said, and then he's got a really witty, very humorous line that comes after that, and I really do appreciate him making the time. Uh, there was this assault ban that was voted on in the House. We will have the uh, the details of that after the top of the hour. I don't know what an assault weapon ban is. I don't know what an assault rifle is, to be honest with you. But we'll have the complete story when we come back. Let me tell you in the meantime about Eden Pure Thunderstorm. Eden Pure Thunderstorm is a great air purifying system. Uses proven oxy technology that quickly destroys viruses, odors, mold, and more. People all over the nation are raving over how well the thunderstorm freshens their homes. Musty, mildewy smells just vanish after just a few seconds with the thunderstorm being on. Over 265,000 of these have been sold. So you probably know somebody who's gotten one. And you know that you've been thinking about getting one. You need to go get one right now. Actually, get three. There's a really great deal on a three-pack right now. You can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm three-pack for the entire home protection. You're going to get three units for under $200. This is going to be awesome. It's a fraction of the cost compared to other air purifiers that can go for over $600. Put one in your basement, your bedroom, your family room, your kitchen. Anywhere you need clean, fresh air because it smells like a thunderstorm just came through and leaves that clean, fresh smell. With this offer, going to go right now to the website, EdenPureDeals.com. Put in discount code PAGS3. Save $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code P-A-G-S-3. And also, shipping is free as well. Make sure you get in on this deal. All right, after the top of the hour, we'll get into this. I've already sent out a text or two to a couple of uh, representatives that I know. I know that more Democrats cross to the Republican side than Republicans crossing to the Democrat side. So the Republicans almost stopped this in the House. The question is... Will this get through the Senate and get to Joe Biden's desk? They're trying to cram all their progressive stuff, their radical stuff, down our throats right now, knowing that they're in trouble at the midterms. We'll have that story when we come back. Jack Pozobic next hour, too. Stay here. You're listening to Joe Pags.